Dearly beloved, in heaven and on earth, open the word of God with me this morning to Philippians in the New Testament, Philippians, and let's read a little bit about our beloved brother, Paul. Our theme today is pretty simple. It's all about him, and we want to glorify him and make him preeminent. Shane has led us in prayer that direction in the back room. We've prayed toward that end. Let's continue in that direction today. Philippians chapter 3, I want one verse that I hope you know and that I hope will be dear to all of us. Amen. Verse 8, yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but dung, that I may win Christ. What a text. Yea, doubtless. There is no doubt about this matter. This matter is free from all question. I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Jesus Christ, his Lord. Now, the Apostle Paul was not talking here about turning off the television or giving up rock and roll music. Those should go without saying. He is talking here about giving up God's religion of the Old Testament and the fact that he had been the most zealous practitioner of it, because that is what is in the context. He starts in verse 4 and runs through verse 7, that if anyone else had confidence in the flesh, that is the outward religion of the Jews, he had more. And that is what he was counting loss. The things that we're supposed to set aside should be simpler. He was setting aside God's religion and his great esteem in it by the Jews. And so he said, without a doubt, I count all things but loss. For the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord. I have given up my profession of persecuting the church. I've given up my religion, the Jews' religion, that I may learn everything I can about Jesus Christ because the knowledge of Christ is excellent. It's the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus our Lord. Is he excellent to you this morning? We just prayed that in the back room. You didn't know what text I was going to open with, and I didn't know what your theme was going to be this morning, but the Lord did. This is the verse I've had for a couple of days waiting for you. The excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. You may find other things interesting in the world to learn. There's other schools of knowledge and fields of knowledge that you might find interesting, but none of it compares to this knowledge the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. And Paul said, I have suffered the loss of all things. Suffering. He let them go away, no matter how painful it was. He didn't need them because he wanted Christ. He wanted to win Christ. We like to win a boss's approval. We like to win a spouse. This is winning Christ. I want to win his approval. I want to find his favor. I want to do everything to avoid disappointing him. I want to be his best, and he was. He labored more abundantly than they all, 
He said in 1 Corinthians 15, 10, We have come to this chapter many times over the years, and I want to remind you that in verses 18 and 19 is an entirely different kind of Christian. But there are many of them. The majority of Christians are like verses 18 and 19. Many walk, not a few, but many walk, of whom I have told you often and now tell you even weeping that they are the enemies of the cross of Christ, whose end is destruction, whose God is their belly, and whose glory is in their shame. What? That's, that's a list. That's a terrible list of descriptors of this group of people that Paul said were many. What set them off being so different? Who mind earthly things. They mind earthly things. Paul loved heavenly things. And he goes on to say that, verse 20, for our conversation is in heaven. Our lifestyle and commitment is in heaven. From whence also we look for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who shall change our vile body. And it goes on and describes the blessings that are going to happen when Jesus returns. Notice the contrast. Many in verses 18 and 19. It is so easy for every one of us to mind earthly things. Instead of counting everything loss and everything done for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Once you've tasted him and you haven't ruined the spirit of God in you or quenched and grieved him by your sins, you know that it's the best. The excellency of his knowledge is the best. We want verse 8. I've emphasized verses 18 and 19 before. Those are belly worshipers. That's a graphic description of them whose God is their belly. They just want to get full. They just want to be happy. They just want to have whatever this world can give them. It doesn't matter whether it's family, friend, money, house, car, pleasure, hobby. doesn't matter any of that. Profession, accomplishment, trajectory of your career. None of those things matter. That's minding earthly things. They're secondary to verse 8. I count all things but loss for the excellency of of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, my Lord. Let's learn more about him today. The reason we're here is to learn more about him today and his will for our lives. It is to remember his death until he comes for us. It's the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus, our Lord. And it is excellent. Let us pray. Our Father in heaven, we thank thee, Lord of heaven and earth, that thou hast revealed thyself unto us and hast revealed thy Son unto us. Heavenly Father, we would not know about thy Son by looking at the sun that rises every morning. We would not know about thy Son by admiring any of thy creation. Our conscience does not tell us about thy Son our conscience only tells us about thy law. O oh, Father, we thank thee that thou hast revealed thy Son to us, Amen. that you have sent beautiful feet with the gospel and glad tidings of peace through Jesus Christ our Lord. We thank thee for the gospel that is recorded in the New Testament scriptures. We thank thee for the prophecies of the Old Testament scriptures telling us about the Lord Jesus Christ. Heavenly Father, we know many great things about him. 
We know what happened in the Judean skies the night he was born. And we praise thee for giving us a history of it. We praise thee for giving us prophecies of it. We thank thee for the stories of men, women, who laid down their lives to follow him. We thank thee for our beloved brother Paul and his statement here. O Lord, by your spirit and by your word this day, convict us of the excellency of the knowledge of your son Jesus Christ. And so move us that today while we are here and after we have left, we shall seek to win Christ with all that we have and all that we are by suffering the loss of all things and counting all the things of this world to be but dung. Be with us, Heavenly Father. O Lord, show us thy Son. Heavenly Father, we read that you're able to reveal your Son to others, that you're able to take the scales away from the blind eyes when we have been blinded by the God of this world. You're able to say, let there be light, and there can be light shining from thee off the face of the Lord Jesus Christ. Let us learn of him today, and let us follow him today. Let us worship him today in our hearts and in our minds and with our voices and all that we do in our fellowship and at his table. Let us remember him until he comes for us. Father in heaven, we pray this blessing and this need on all your churches throughout the earth. And we pray and ask that your servants that you have sent will boldly make manifestly plain the gospel of Jesus Christ and show him to others that they might believe. Heavenly Father, we confess and we resent our condition. But thou knowest all things. And like as a father pities his children, pity us in our condition. Our flesh is weak, but it is more than weak. It is a raging inferno of hell that desires to take us off our love of thy son. We pray that you would bless us with strength in our inner men, that we might this day lift our eyes heavenward and see him who loved us and gave himself for us and is coming for us, that we might be with him forever. O Lord, we pray for the power of Pentecost, that it would come upon us and direct us as Peter shows us toward Jesus Christ sitting on his throne. Let us repent of our sins and turn unto him more perfectly that our worship will be acceptable today. Heavenly Father, hear us. We call upon thee in the simplicity of our faith, asking thee to have mercy upon our foolishness, our weakness, and strengthen us by your might that we might see your Son more clearly, love him more dearly, and follow him more faithfully. We ask in Jesus' glorious name, amen. Amen.